Hello everyone, welcome back to Adoption Adventures. I do hope that your week has started well. Mine has started with a number of smiles, so I, uh, I consider that a win. I hope yours has too. Um, I've just done a uh, yoga session at home as well, so I am feeling proper chilled at the moment, which is lovely. Um, so, in our home, uh, you are all aware that we have the the young the young dog that loves to get involved in all of the uh, the occasional episodes. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about uh, something that's really really exciting for us. Um, our our little shadow has just um, given birth to a litter of puppies, which is super exciting. Um, now. I'm sure that some of you already are thinking, okay, um, I'm not entirely sure what that has to do with adoption. And you know what? That's a fair question. That is a fair question. Um, But if you give me a minute, I'll explain. (laughs) So so this was was all planned. This was something that we intended to do um, since the moment that we decided to, to bring Shadow home. We said that this is something that we wanted to do we wanted to experience. All of us as a family have talked about this and agreed that this is sort of an experience that we all want to share together. So we've we've talked about this and we've prepped for it and prepped for it and prepped for it. Now that it's happened, um, all the way up to it, um, little dude was telling us that he was going to be involved, help out, um, he, he was going to do his bit to sort of look after the, um, the pups, he was fully aware and prepped for the fact that they would not be with us um, and they won't be staying. Um, so we welcomed the new litter in um, on Thursday of last week and that was quite the experience. Um, most of it wonderful, some of it absolutely terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Um, but as we were leading up to um, sort of the, the pups joining us, I spoke with little dude about what was happening. Um, I explained the research that I had done. Um, I talked him through what the birth would look like and how he could perhaps get involved. Now, interestingly, he told us that he didn't want to be there when the puppies were being born. He said that he was concerned that Shadow may um, sort of be distressed, um, may show signs that she's in pain and things like that. And, and he didn't feel that that was something that he could comfortably be a, a part of or around, which... We understood, completely understood. Interestingly, he was going out to army cadets as as the labour started, um, and he, he made a point of sort of not being around. But he was then kind of close by when puppy number one was born. Um, and... He sort of loitered and then came over afterwards and was like, oh, that wasn't nearly as sort of 
scary as I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, she she didn't make any noise at all. That all went really well. He said, I, I think I could probably stay for it now. Um, he, he didn't, but he felt a lot more confident, which was really positive. Um, what's been interesting is after the puppies have sort of joined us, little dude has been, I'd say he's been making an effort to not spend any time with them, not be around them, um, and not really massively engage with them, which is fine. I wasn't, I'm not sort of cross or angry with that. But I was like, oh, okay, not what I was expecting from you. That's fine. Um, and the more the time went on, the more he sort of wanted to create a distance and space from them. And uh, in the end, I spoke to him, I think it was yesterday. I was like, right, look, are you okay? Because you're, you're really like working really hard to avoid being near near these sort of pups. And since you realise that you, you're not going to hurt them, um, you're not going to cause them any, any pain or anything like that. And he said, no, I'm, I'm aware of that. He said, but I'm also aware that these puppies aren't going to be with us forever and that I've got to say goodbye to them eventually. He said, actually, I've got to look after myself here. I can't grow too attached to them because it means that I've got to say goodbye. And if I'm too attached, that's going to be quite difficult to do. So I'm just doing some self-care here. And I sort of, I, I spoke to him and I told him that I thought that, that was absolutely admirable of him to do so. Um, and again, sort of offered to, to talk about it, talk it through and said, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not sort of sad, but I'm making sure that I don't get sad. Cool. Okay. Um, What I've found really, really interesting is as he's getting older and as we've talked about his avoidance and his attachment style and we've been open with him about that, he, he is now identifying it in himself and working ways to ensure that he's self, self-caring and putting self-preservation ahead of everything else, which it's really, really incredible to observe. Um, it's, it makes us feel really great that he is able to protect himself that way. And what's good is he's not been um, sort of, he's not been rude, offensive, nasty, or sort of not saying, oh, I don't, don't even like them or anything like that. He's just taken himself off of that sort of, that plane of thought and it really got me to thinking about sort of the, the the path that he's been and the journey that he's been on with his avoidance in early years he may not have had 
the knowledge or capability to be able to do that um, and go through that. Well, I say he may not. He wouldn't have had. Um, it, at best, I would have. We would have seen it sort of turn to sort of anger. Um, but he definitely wouldn't have been able to have regulated that emotion. But we, like I say, we've spent a lot of time and a lot of our parenting has been about being open and honest and talking to him about the things that we have learned. Because as as adoptive parents, we, we spend a lot of time in training and we learn a lot of these things. But as we're learning them, we're putting was putting these things into practice. But what dad and I have always thought to do is when we are learning something new, we share that with little dude. We share what we've learned and we share our thoughts on it and we ask for his views and opinions. Now, by doing that, and obviously he's engaged in the podcast he's engaged in various training that I've been able to deliver through doing that it's it's expanding that world of openness and honesty it's expanding that sort of upfront honest conversation and saying you know this this is some of the experiences that you're going to have and this is how we've got to deal with it now We've been we've been able to talk to him about sort of our um, our training and our thoughts and our opinions on how how we can help him and how we can support him. But through doing so, we've been able to say, you know, this is our learning. This is what we've seen. You are again guessing and wondering. I'm guessing you're feeling this way because of that. Um, we will quite often we will make a very light-hearted comment about his um his avoidance and he will say or do something and we will joke and laugh it off and go that's uh how very avoidant of you now we're not doing that to sort of shame him or turn it into a conversation we're not actually interested in turning it into a conversation but what we are interested in doing is highlighting when those behaviours are not textbook behaviours. So we're highlighting when his attachment style is really, really coming to the forefront of what he's doing. The reason that we're doing that is to allow him a better understanding of what is happening and when is my attachment style highlighted for other people. Um, And like I say, I think through doing that and through being as open as we've been, it's given him the tools that he's now putting into practice. He's now identified when he needs to do that self-care. He's identified when he needs to protect himself against some of these challenging times. Um, So, yeah, so the, the big takeaway that I've got here is being open, being honest about everything really, really helps. And again, this is one of those moments where you put things in place and you hope that it's a good thing. You hope that you are doing the right thing for our children. And you think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try this and, and 
fingers crossed, this is the right thing and this is the way to go. Um, but you don't know. <laughs> you, you, you just, you can only hope that it's right, but there's no guarantee that it's right. Um, so when you're putting these things in place and it's now coming back to fruition, you think, okay, something that we did along the road, you know, we, we've helped build that brick wall, we've helped make him stronger and more able to deal with these sort of things. And that makes you feel fantastic. Um, so again, I, I was I was meeting with a group of adopters uh, last night and we were we were talking about um, various support plans, what people have accessed, how can adopters make life easier for themselves, what more could adopters do? And the big, big, big takeaway from that was all of the adopters were talking about how informal support groups were fantastic and really, really helpful um, and openness and honesty. And again, this is, this is something that's sort of, I don't think we can ever stop hammering that point home of the more open we are, the more honest we are, the easier everything becomes. As soon as you've got this sort of seed of doubt, seed of question, seed of fear, that then really, really grows and amplifies. And as such, it kind of forces you into a place where you then start believing the worst is going to happen. You haven't given yourself an opportunity to see the best. You've just gone through the harshest. Um, so, like I said, I think it's it's really important that through everything, not just about our children's story, but through through every experience that you're having, to really, really bring that up and talk about it. Um, like I say, through throughout any any training I've been on, I've then shared that with Little Dude and said, you know, this is what I've just heard, this is what I've just learned. What do you think? And it's been fascinating hearing his responses and hearing his viewpoints. Um, he doesn't always agree with the learning. He doesn't always agree with the teachings, but he's always got an opinion and has always got a reason why he does or does not agree with that. But again, it demonstrates that not every family is the same. Not every person is the same. But if you can start that conversation, it means that you can show that there are different ways to approach things, different problems. I think it also helps our kids to understand they're not alone and that sometimes those feelings that they can't quite put into words, they're normal and it's okay. Um, you know, I think, I think for our kids, it's, it's quite easy for them to fall into the trap of thinking that they're the only ones that have got these emotions and feelings, or they're the only ones that really, really struggle. Um, you know, there might be children that when it comes to their birthday, they really get upset or they really get angry and they think, you know, everyone else is so happy at this time of their life. Why, why am I not? What's wrong with me? This is only me. And they'll, they'll kind of internalize that and assume that it's just them and maybe they've got something wrong with them through us talking about this sort of thing through us sharing that and through me attending training and things like that and being able to talk to little dude about that and for you to talk to your children they'll learn that actually there's quite a few people that feel exactly the same 
and it's not always adoption related it's not always trauma related but it's it's experience led um, so it's really handy for our children to know that they're not alone um, and that they are one of many that have had these thoughts and feelings so so yeah i i actively encourage you to to be open but about everything because this little experience in in our world that like i said it's got nothing to do with adoption having having a litter of pups it's i mean i suppose I suppose if we were going to get deep and meaningful, we could say, you know, we're going to be looking at a dog's children being removed and placed in new loving homes. So I guess if we were really putting on our Sigmund Freud head, maybe we could turn this around to an adoption sort of idea. Um, and maybe it's a, it's a stretch. But maybe that is an emotion the little dude is going through. Maybe that is a feeling that he's got. Um, I don't think it is. But again, it's something worth thinking about. <laughs> and again, through me talking to you guys, that's allowed me to at least put those two points together and just have that in the back of my head. Um, and just keep that in that mind of... You know, you, you're just switching on the emotional detective there and just going, okay, could there be a link here? Like I say, I don't think there is. Um, and I don't think that it's a, sort of a, a time for him to look back and, and feel sort of any trauma or sadness there. But again, this might be about transitions and moving and, and him just kind of just protecting himself. So, again, something to think about. But like I say, just something as, as simple as our dog having a litter of pups that are intended to be moving on, it's, it's sort of allowed us to see how far Little Dude has come with his journey of learning and his experiences. Um, and I find that amazing, absolutely incredible. And... I, yeah, I mean, I've always been in absolute awe of him and what he's been able to achieve in his world. I just think that it's more of the same. It's it's understanding that our kids are... They're probably about 8 million times better at all of this than we are um, and always will be. But it's still wonderful to see. It's still wonderful to observe when they are able to do this um and they are able to manage those things for themselves so yeah it's it's been lovely um so that is it from me um i know that this is a slightly shorter episode but i need you to understand i'm very tired <laughs> i've been on uh <laughs> i've been on poor patrol since thursday um and yeah essentially that that's just not stopped i've uh so but yeah it's it's a nice nice easy episode i also think that i should uh mention here as well it is a national adoption world adoption day uh today uh so congratulations to anyone who is celebrating um sending out beautiful 
hugs and love to anyone who is part of the adoption community in any way, shape or form, a friend, a family, foster carers, um, adoptees, adopters, birth families, the whole, the whole kibosh. Anyone who is a part of that community, I'm sending out huge, wonderful, loving vibes. Um, as I said, I, I did some yoga, so I'm feeling at one. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, happy World Adoption Day, one and all. Uh, until next week, I will speak to you then. Namaste.